When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. American soccer fans, welcome to episode 104 of the USA Soccer Cast. We're bringing you everything about the U.S. national teams, the players, the leagues, and everything else that impacts the game of the soccer in these United States. I'm Donald Wine. We have reached the weekend, and we get to watch the United States women's national team in two matches over the next five days. Both of them will be against Ireland, ranked 22nd in the latest FIFA World Rankings. The first match will be tomorrow, Saturday at Q2 Stadium in Austin. I am here in Austin for that match and looking forward to watching the best team in the world take on the Irish. It's the first time the women's national team have played here in Austin since they opened Q2 Stadium back in June 2021. The second match will come on Tuesday when they once again take on Ireland, this time at City Park in St. Louis. It will be the first time they've played at that brand new stadium. St. Louis City entered Major League Soccer this season, also the first female-majority-owned team in the league. Becky Sauerbrunn, who is a St. Louis native and Ledoux High School graduate, will be honored before the April 11th match in her hometown for earning her 200 caps, which came in the first match of the 2022 She Believes Cup a little more than a year ago. She's currently at 214 caps. It will be number 215 at least in this window. I want to take a look at the roster. There's a 26-person roster that Vlako Andonovsky has called up, and there's some interesting names on this roster. The last window, mind you, before they name the team that will go to Australia and New Zealand for the Women's World Cup. So let's start with the goalkeepers. We got A.D. French, Casey Murphy, and Alyssa Nair. Defenders, Elena Cook, Tierna Davison, Emily Fox, Crystal Dunn, Naomi Germa, Sophia Huerta, Casey Kruger, Kelly O'Hara, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Emily Sonnet. For midfielders, the biggest name on this roster, the biggest surprise of this roster, Julie Ertz is back on the team. Lindsey Horan, Taylor Korniak, Rose Lavelle, Christy Mewis, Ashley Sanchez, and Andy Sullivan. And then you have your forwards. Ashley Hatch, Alex Morgan, Trinity Rodman, Sophia Smith, Mallory Swanson, and Lynn Williams. So naturally, everyone zeroed in on Julie Ertz when they saw this roster. She returns to the roster for the first time since the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. She also gave birth to a son in August of 2022. Ertz will also be honored before the game tomorrow here in Austin for earning her 100th cap, which came back at She Believes 2020, 
before the pandemic. So it's been a long time since she's been able to celebrate that. She returns to the team. And even though she's not on a club team right now, Blackland Nanowski apparently saw enough in, in her to call her in. Also back on this roster is Casey Kruger. Casey Kruger was on the Olympic roster. Her first camp since October of 2021, she gave a she gave birth to also to a son in July of 2022. And when we saw these two names, there's a clause in the collective bargaining agreement that says that if a player is out on maternity leave, when they are deemed ready to return to action, they are given two consecutive camps for which to show that they are back and ready to go. And we saw that with Crystal Dunn. She kind of came back, played a, you know, a couple of training sessions. She also did uh, a couple of matches slowly but surely and worked her way back into the team uh, as she got back into full you know, match fitness. But when it comes to this particular roster, apparently Julie Ertz and Casey Kruger being absent for maternity leave did not count towards them being called in. This is the last window before naming the roster that goes to the World Cup. And so Vladka was under no obligation to call in anybody. He did so when he was on a on accord. And that was kind of the thing that people were surprised at is that Julie Ertz, after being out for such a long time due to injury and maternity leave, is now all of a sudden back in the lineup. We'll talk more about that later. For Sophia Smith, she was the 2022 NWSL MVP, U.S. Soccer Female Player of the Year, NWSL final MVP. She returns after missing the first two windows of the year due to injury. She's fully fit and she's ready to go. Love seeing her back in camp. Kelly O'Hara also returns from injury. She was playing for the U.S. Uh, last summer in the uh, CONCACAF W Championship, but has been out since then due to injury. She is back in this camp. Good to see her back. Tierna Davison, she trained with the women's national team before she believes a couple months ago. But this is her first main camp since recovering from ACL surgery. Now she's competing for a roster spot. She is back in action. Cannot tell you how great it is to see the defense bolstered by having her once again within the ranks. Now, even though there was 26 names on this roster, Vladko is going to name 23 players a suitor for each match, similar to what it's supposed to be like for the Women's World Cup. I know the Men's World Cup at 26. The coaches are still fighting to have 26 in the Women's World Cup, but so far FIFA is not budging, and so they are proceeding as if it's going to be a 23-person roster. Now that we know who's on the roster, let's discuss some of who isn't on the roster and what to expect from this team during this window. But first, let's take a quick break. More after this. We are back, and the defending champs are here in Austin for a match against Ireland this weekend. They also play in St. Louis on Tuesday. And we talked about some of the players that made this roster. And now let's talk about a couple of players that did not make this roster. No Meg Rapino. She's recovering still from her lower leg injury. She, uh, I think, was in a rush to get back, but it's not good enough for her to be on this team yet, or at least not healthy enough for her to be on this team yet. Katarina, Katarina Macario and Kristen Press, they're still recovering from injuries. They are not in this roster. The, I guess, healthy scratches, so to speak. No Sam Coffey, no Jalen Howell, no Haley Mace, 
no Mitch Purse, and no Alyssa Thompson. And in the case of Sam Coffey, for example, it really seems unfair. Like, I wish there was some sort of competition at some of these spots. Bring in some players and say, hey, who wants it more? We seem to shy away from it. In all parts of society, we are always about competition. May the best person win. But for some reason on these national teams, it seems like when a player is ready and it's deemed their spot, they don't have to really, uh, at least some of them don't have to really compete to get back there. And in the case of Julie Ertz, trust me, it's nothing but love. I really love Julie Ertz as a player on the field. But she's not playing anywhere right now. And Vlaco said she's been training with a guy's team at a high level and that several teams were looking to sign her in the NWSL, but she still needs to show that she can play and is ready to come back. It also shows in a way that some players have the ability to return to the team after injury or, or what have you, and they will overlook requirements to do it while others aren't afforded that same opportunity. And remember, Ertz was essentially ruled out of the World Cup by Vlaco just a couple months ago alongside Sam Mewis. He said they wouldn't be back on the field for the majority of 2023. They were all in likelihood out for the World Cup. Just over two months later, Ertz is back, and it feels like she has the inside track to making this roster that goes to the World Cup. And for Sam Coffey, who's put in work all year and has been on these national teams, it seems like a slap in the face that, hey, I've been here. I've been training. I've been working. But this spot feels like it was already accounted for by Vlako Nanoski in a way. And I know this again, it's not to throw shade on Julie Ertz and it has nothing to do with Julie Ertz. It's more about the process of how we make these selections for the national team. Looking forward at the forwards, you know, Mallory Swanson, she's back. She is on a six game scoring streak dating back to last year. She is on fire. She has seven goals in five games so far in 2023, leading the team by a lot, but who's going to score alongside her? Sophia Smith is back. That's the option. But there has to be production from players like Ashley Hatch, Alex Morgan, and Lindsey Horan. Trinity Robin, you know, I love her to death. She probably needs to carve out what kind of role she's going to have on this team because the competition is now super thick at forward. That's the, I mean, with the six players on this team already, that's not counting the players who aren't on this roster that can contend. Katarina McCardo, Kristen Press, Midge Purse, Alyssa Thompson, Meg Rapino. Players are going to have to score. And we need to know that there are several options that are capable of scoring in bunches through the month-long tournament. That's how you separate yourself. So Lynn Williams, who has a role on this team, Trinity Robbins seems like the backup to Lynn Williams in that particular role of, of doing the high press. But I want to see Rodman find a way to have her creativity shine, the creativity that we love so much that has made her so successful. It seems like it it's being boxed in a little bit when she's on the national team. And I want to see that explode in this camp. I mean, Ireland's a tough team, though. They're going to be in the World Cup. This is another test for a United States team that will face two European teams in the group stage, the Netherlands and Portugal. The defense is going to need to be on point and continue as dominance. It's only allowed one goal all year. It would be great to be keep clean sheets throughout this window as well. But all focus is on the midfield. We've talked about the forwards. We've talked about the defense a little bit. But the midfield is where the focus is. Can they keep it together? Can they continue to spark the offense while also helping out on the defensive end? And how will Vlatko set that midfield up for success? The double pivot that we've been doing lately has been shaky. Yeah, it's worked. We've kept clean sheets in most of these games, but it's still been shaky. And it also seems to be something that Vlatko's trying to make work. 
now we have Ertz back in the picture. How does that change the shape of the team? That's the big key here. Because if Ertz shows she's back in her business, it could really alter the U.S. women's national team approach to the World Cup. And it lets the world know, oh, crap. They back. They're ready. But if she's not fit, ready to go, who's going to step up to show they can be the one in the middle to quarterback the offense and the defense? It's the biggest question in the midfield. And maybe we get some answers over the next two matches. The last two, like I said, before we learn who the roster will be that goes to New Zealand and Australia in July. So there's your roster. I'm looking forward to seeing these people I'm looking forward to seeing people here in Austin this weekend. Remember the match, 2.30 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday, April 8th. The United States women's national team takes on Ireland. Should be a fun one. That will do it for episode 104 of the USA Soccer Cast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, make sure you're subscribing to the show. Head to our landing page at usasoccercast.podbean.com and you can subscribe almost anywhere you choose to listen to your podcasts. Remember to also follow us on Twitter. We're at USA Soccer Cast. Also, Don't forget, we have an affiliate program with Fanatics and MLS Store, so head to our landing page. Click on our link tree to get the link to our affiliate sites and support the show while getting the latest fresh gear. We have another one that is possibly coming in the next couple of days, so stay tuned for that as well. And also, finally, please send us some topic suggestions as we move forward. You can email those to usasoccercast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you again soon, y'all. Peace.